Hello and welcome to episode 35, season 3, episode 6 of Two Mr P's in a Podcast with me, Mr P. And the other Mr P. How are we doing, guys? Thank you very much for listening in. Brand new episode coming your way and it's been uh, a very, very busy uh, couple of weeks, hectic couple of weeks, uh, rather worrying couple of weeks as well. Um, so, not that I want to ask how your week's been, Adam, because I sort of know, but... Uh, yeah, well, I mean, hopefully we're, we're, we're through the worst of it now, but basically when we recorded the last episode, it was a couple of days before my little lad uh, was getting christened. Yeah. Um, obviously eight months old now, and uh, he was really poorly on the day of his christening, uh, kind of in and out of hospital for a couple of days, and then he, he basically got diagnosed with uh, pneumonia. Well, it was bronchiolitis that's led into pneumonia, and... Uh, yeah, so it was last. I think it was was it a week week ago. Week ago, he was he was seriously struggling. Um, yeah, so mo- most scared I've ever been in my life. I mean, I thought waiting outside Tyrrell's office back in the day was scary, <laughs> but that was a you know that was a real kind of. Oh, I can't quite put it into words. Just what it was like for me and my wife, and I have to say, shout out to uh, to my wife as well because she was she she kind of kept it together pretty well. We, I think we both did, but there was times where we, you know, each of us kind of broke down. But yeah. fingers crossed he got released um, a couple of days released. ago. Released. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like what he's been. <laughs> he was granted bail a couple of, uh, yeah. a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so, he, he, you know, he's still poor. He's still a poorly little baby. Yeah, still he's still not 100%. Uh, He's getting back there. I mean, we didn't see him smile for like a week, and you know, you know, yeah. Maxi boy, he's he's a big, big smiler. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was it was a heartbreaking. It was a tough, tough, tough uh, couple of weeks, but it did kind of bring back. We tried to focus on like the positive. So the last time we were obviously at Withinshore Hospital, and just a quick one. I mean, I doubt there's any nurses listening to this, but. NHS, Withenshaw Hospital, the, the, the children's uh, ward, everyone there, just unreal. Yeah, like, yeah. Honestly, absolutely unreal. Yes, there's, yes, there's waiting around. Like we, we were yeah, well, that's this, not their fault, is no, it? No, exactly. We were in this in this room. Like It's kind of like the, the pre-ward ward, so we're, yeah. we're kind of, we're in a bed, but not, not I wasn't in a bed, but, yeah. you know, Max was in a cot, and then you get moved from there into the ward. And there was like a woman over there with a, with a, with a daughter who, who was a bit older? She must have been about fourteen, fifteen, and she she had some sort of reaction because you do listen, don't you? <laughs> you listen to kind yeah. of what's going on with everyone else. Yeah. You know that everyone's listening to you. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, you know you hear, and it's just kind of you give the look to you. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. I said like if we've ever been to A and E with the kids or anything like that, at the hospital. That that's how you pass the time. You just have a guess, oh, yeah. like on what sort of yeah, hundred percent going on. There. You play the game, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Obviously, if it's you know, unless it's you don't want to kind of guess if it's really bad. But <laughs> yeah, I, sometimes I, you don't need I, to. Kim, Kim reminded me of this time where a nan fell down at this party in Birmingham a couple of years ago and broke a wrist and we were in hospital and I was gagging for a drink. Uh, so I, I was walking through the A&E thing and I remember, and Kim, Kim reminded me of this. I couldn't remember. She basically said that I was like, excuse to this guy. And he just went like, that, right? And I went past him, grabbed myself a coat, came back. His kneecap was hanging out. 
I was just like, oh my God. I was like, fair play, fair play for moving, mate. I sat down and I was like, you know, like, cracked my drink over, like drinking it. Kim was just like, have you seen the state of his knee? You made him move? I was like, he was in my way. Yeah, um, don't sit next to the vending machine. So we, uh, yeah, so anyway, we, yeah, so going back to that girl whose daughter had this reaction and, you know, a nurse came and the nurse, they were just so lovely, dead caring. And she just started like having a go at this nurse about how long they'd been waiting for it. And yeah. I was a bit like, come on. And it, like you said, it's not their fault. We no. we we made it an absolute, you know, thing. Because, you know, on the last day when we when we got told, you know, Max's levels have improved, you can go home, we're just waiting for your medicine. We were there for five hours waiting yeah. for his prescription. Not a moan for me. I mean, I was moaning to Kim, like, oh, come on, come on. <laughs> yeah. But as soon as the nurse came in, I was sat there just being like, what a wonderful day it is. <laughs> you have a great one, nurse. Um, but yeah, we were talking about the kind of, because we've only been in Withenshaw for when our daughter was born three years ago and obviously when Max was born eight months ago. And it reminded me of this story. I remember at the time thinking, I'll, I'll tell that to Lee on the on the old poddy. <laughs> on the old poddy, oddy, oddy. It's just one of them that kind of, I must have had baby brain at the time completely yeah. got by. But I reminded Kim of it because that's what I tried. I tried to kind of, do you remember that video of Robbie Williams when his wife was in labour and, and, and he was like dancing around and he, he kind of looked like a bit, of a bit of an idiot. Yeah. See, I wasn't doing that, but I was trying to be quite kind of funny just to yeah. try and take it a bit away from Kim. So anyway, we, we sat there you know, this was when, so this is going back eight months. This is when Max is, uh, you know. Just been born. Still in, so the store could drop Max off, <laughs> nearly drop Max off. <laughs> so um, I always remember the doctor came in and obviously was checking Kim over. I was sat next to Kim and the doctor said, listen, uh, we're going to have to do a sweep. Um, now, for those who are listening who don't know what a sweep is, it's just basically kind of, you know, finger or fingers up <laughs> do a swipe of the cervix and then um and then and then obviously it gets the it gets the, the what you're not of, seeing here at is uh adam is gesturing with his hands what this sort of looks like uh yeah so <laughs> it's kind of like you know it's a, it's to get things moving to right. get things going so um the doctor kind of said like oh you know are you uh are you okay staying for this? I said, yeah, no, no worries. I mean, I was, I was literally at the goal end for the whole time. It doesn't bother me at all. And I sat there and, uh, obviously Kim was a bit like, you know, embarrassed and she was a bit, uh, so he just, you know, bang the rubber glove on and, uh, does the sweep and, uh, <laughs> and, and it, you know, Oh yeah, brilliant. Right. Okay. See you later. So I, obviously Kim was very, you know, embarrassed and stuff. And I just turned to Kim and I just went, is it bad that I'm really turned on? Right. Obviously, <laughs> it was just me and her in this cubicle. And I just went, is it bad that I'm really turned on? And then an arm came over my shoulder and picked up, you know, the cup of tea that was empty. Yeah. It was a cleaning lady. And she looked at me. I looked up at her. And she looked at me just after I'd said, like, is it bad that I'm really turned on? Turn around, look, this cleaning lady was picking up the stuff, but looking at me. And I just looked at her and just went like, evening. <laughs> evening. Um... And then, yeah, so that, you know, we're, we're trying to kind of reminisce about good time because it was, it really was such yeah. a, and, and it's at these times where, you know, you kind of think about when you stress about the small stuff and, and you, and you, you know, you kind of, you just realize how important friends and family are and, you know, like you and Claire and everyone and mum and dad, mum and dad were just unreal. Kim's mum drove up from Birmingham to kind of help out with our little girl while we were in hospital you truly see who you know what what kind of 
amazing family and friends you have. So, but fingers crossed. Uh, you know, Max is Max is back smiling. He's he's eating. He's, yeah. Uh, that was my biggest worry. Is the the kid eats like an absolute animal? Animal, and he just wasn't eating. He just yeah. didn't want to know. And I was a bit like, that's the equivalent of someone waving a zinger tower in front of me and me. Be, <laughs> yeah, if you if you had a zinger tower in front of you now and you like said to me and I went no, you'd be like Jesus. <laughs> Like one one one. Listen, my brother's not taking the chicken. Um, He's not taking his medication. <laughs> is it the wrong sauce? Um, so yeah, it, it, it has been. It has been a, a ridiculously tough week. Lack of sleep, um, and it, it was just scary. Really, really scary yeah. time. But like I said, moving forward. Um, yeah, all positive. He's hopefully on the mend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, it is, it is, it's, I'll tell you this now, like, even though, and we know the NHS isn't perf- a perfect system, but I'll tell you this now, it is by far the best thing we have as a country, and it's the proudest thing as a as a, an English, you know, a UK citizen to have, because, you know, you look at what it's like other places around the world, like in America, like, if that would have happened in America... You'd have to you'd have to get another job to pay for it. Yeah, something like fifty grand to have a kid in a hospital in America. That's absolutely insane. You know, and like you're saying there, the mum's sort of getting arsed and stuff. I know it's I know it's tough when you're there, but you got to appreciate highly, what you've actually got, yeah. which is you know, no matter how much money you earn, no matter what situation you're in, in this country, you will get seen, you will get treated, and it's some of the best treatment you can you can receive. So it. Not that I'm trying to influence anyone with the current general election. But... Oh no! There's <laughs> always an underbelly to you. No, I'm I'm, I'm being serious though. I, don't, I I worry. I worry that people keep saying, "Nah, it'll never happen. It'll never happen. It'll never happen." And and you know, the day that happens where the NHS gets sold off is that's it. Then that is our yeah. That's us done. But... Well, I think don't talk about it because if you don't talk about it, it won't happen. It will happen. By not talk. Listen, there's a famous phrase here, Adam. Um, evil prospers when good men say nothing. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, so we've got to talk did, about. We've got to stand up for it. I've not made up. It's a very famous saying. So is um, a bird in the hand. Is a what, <laughs> moment on the hips. A moment on the hips. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's it's right. But uh, yeah. So I um, you might remember a couple of episodes back. I sort of mentioned um, my wife's friend's daughter who started a charity, uh, Emmy's Kitchen, where once a month at Ronald McDonald's house at Manchester Children's Hospital, they put on food for parents, sort of really nice home-cooked food. Um, so that was on... It wasn't last week. Uh, it was last week, actually. Yeah, it was last week. Yeah. And uh, the last time they went, uh, the uh, one of the teachers at Emmy's school was there and got chatting to Claire... And then made the connection that I'm Claire's wife. Oh, uh, sorry, sorry, Claire's my wife. So they were like, oh my God, like, can you get him to come to the next one? Can you get him to come to the next one? And we'll get the whole staff there. So Claire wrote me in to do it, which I was happy doing. I was more than happy to go along. Um, and then it turned out when we got there, <laughs> Eve, Claire's friend, was just like, yeah, all the teachers have cancelled, <laughs> aren't coming. So I was like, oh, thanks. Um, <laughs> you there in sunnies and covered up face, like, no, guys, no, no, no yeah. one there. I'm off the clock, yeah. I'm off the clock. But yeah, so that was a very sobering experience because um, 
what, they sort of serve the food in Ronald McDonald's house, but then they have a few of them taking uh, sort of like takeaways to the to the wards if parents can't get there. So I did that with Claire. And so we just piled loads of little t- Tupperware tubs of curry and uh, mac and cheese and all that sort of stuff. And we had to go around a couple of the wards and God, oh, it was so, it was, it was good. It, it, because when you when you get the families that were really sort of appreciative, but then it was so tough because it was like the bone marrow ward, it was the stem cell ward, yes. so it was like children who are really really makes sort you of realise, struggling. doesn't it? Makes you realise. I mean, the, as, as soon as we got in there, as soon as we got in there, there was these two women and they were absolutely bawling their eyes out, um, and we sort of were walking past them and we were sort of like, "Hi, are you okay? We're from Emmy's Kitchen." Um, once a month we come round with some really nice home cooked food if you'd like anything uh, we've got curry blah blah and they sort of took it and they were like oh thank you very much and we're like no worries cheers and as we were walking away one of the women just went we just found out our son's got stage 4 cancer and I was like oh my god like just absolute heartbreaking um, but I made, a bit, made a bit of a no as well because we went onto this ward we went into this ward and basically when we first started it was Claire doing all the talking she, she'd done it before I was just a little minion with, yeah, yeah. with the trolley but like as the night progressed I started getting into the you role you were signing zero autographs <laughs> no I was just you know I was the one going in going everywhere you know would you like yeah. some food would you like some nice home cooked food um, and we got onto this ward and so we're going into different rooms and then we get to this one room and I sort of knocked on the door and, and uh, I sort of opened it and I've just gone straight in like, evening, uh, just wondering if you'd like any home cooked food. And the nurse came running, she's like, get out! Because oh, <laughs> no. it was, um, uh, what's it, uh, what's the word now I'm looking for? Screaming. Yeah, contaminated. Well, yeah, I think so. Yeah, well, like, it's like, like Chernobyl. Well, no, not like that, but you could. no one could go in unless you've been scrubbed in. Yeah, 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 so yeah. Like yeah, pretty much. So, so I've just... <laughs> Claire was like, because I've just gone it, evening, anyone wants some home cooked curry? Yeah. Uh, and they're like, yeah, because I just, oh. yeah, so I was trying to. <laughs> so I'll take it to know then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it was nice because there were some families who, who were really sort of appreciative. And I mean, they were, most of them thought we were you had to pay for it to begin with. But then when you say, no, no, it's all free, you could just tell. I think it's a great effort. I mean, yeah. so talking about that, you know, we were in the hospital for like Monday to Sunday and, yeah. and the amount of money I spent and at oh, yeah, hospital yeah. is ridiculous I mean there's an M&S food there right so I go down first day and I'm thinking M&S food that'll do I mean there was a subway in in, in Wivenshaw Hospital mm-hmm. as well so subway got smashed like loads <laughs> um, and then I went into M&S food and I'm looking and you know all the Christmas sections out so I loved you know, getting on to, you know, I know we're going to be talking, but I love when the Christmas session yeah, yeah. comes out. Yeah. And, uh, oh, that's just reminding me, actually, I get on to that. <laughs> funny, to be fair. So I'm looking at these sandwiches, like turkey stuffing, cranberry. I'm thinking, yes, everybody was four dubs, yeah. four quid. Ridiculous, right? But it's just reminding me. So anyway, I actually did buy like that sandwich for four quid. It was it was a lovely sandwich, never yeah. four quid. No. I mean, two quid. Then it used to be a Boots that's meal so deal for price. three quid. Well, that's what I mean. That's what I told uh, one of my mates who came to hospital. He was just like, meal deal's usually three. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so dad comes, right? Mum and dad ring and they're like, listen, we're going to come and get you, we're going to go and get you some food and then we're going to come. I'm like, brilliant. So we sat there and, <laughs> I mean, I can look back now because Max is, you know, fingers crossed, he's, he's on, on the right path and he's well. 
But at the time, he had the tubes up his nose. and he I was, swear some of those phrases you're using sounds like he's just come out of uh, prison. He's on the right path. Yeah. <laughs> it's on the road you to You know, he's looking for some work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, no, he had, the, you know, he had the tubes under his nose and he had the, the stickers on his chest and stuff. He, and you see that on a little baby, especially, yeah. like a, you know, it's just the most heartbreaking thing. Anyway, he's there. And it was at the time where he'd made improvements. He was on actually a more serious machine. He'd just been taken off that. And he was on this other one, this just oxygen through the nose machine. And he was a little bit brighter. So mum and dad rock up and... Uh, <laughs> and uh, Big Mike has got a bag of Greggs with him. So I was like, oh, nice one, Dad. And he sits down and, and we're all kind of chatting and, you know, Mum's a little bit upset, obviously. We're all a bit kind of emotional and there was a point where I was just like, I just can't actually believe this is happening. And uh, I was looking at Max and then Dad just goes, well, there is a silver lining, son. <laughs> I went, and I literally thought, what's he going to say? And I went, what is it? He went, I got you the last festive bake at Greg's. <laughs> <laughs> right? Which, <laughs> which I don't know if he said it in that tone as well. I, like, no, he didn't. There is a silver lining. I'm pretty sure he said it so mum didn't hear it. Um, and uh, he, so I'd actually seen on Lad Bible that day that they'd been released on yeah. that day. And uh, he gave me this this festive, you know, kind of slid it over the, the quietly. And I was just like, cheers. And I was just like, it isn't a silver lining. I said, but I'm appreciative. Like, but it, it did make me laugh. But yeah, um, the, the the food, I mean, honestly, go on my bank, my online banking, the amount of WH Smith, Marks and Spencers, it's insane. Yeah. I did discover a great crisp at Marks and Spencers. This sour cream and jalapeno mix-ups. Lovely. Right. But WH Smith, I'd go in, I'd buy a bottle of Dr. Pepper Zero, I'd buy a bottle of water, and I'd buy Kim, like a bottle of Fanta Lemon or something. And it comes to six quid. Six yeah. quid a pop for free drinks. Couldn't believe it. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that Emmy's kitchen, I think it's brilliant. It Fair is. Fair play. It is, and hopefully, if they keep getting as much support, they're going to do it more often. Because that's it. It, it, it. There's no healthy food there. And you've got to think, for some of the families, there was one family that we were talking to, and they've been in the hospital for, like, nearly three years. You know, so no way to live. So anyway, so yeah, we love our NHS. Let's keep it going. Let's uh, give it as much support as we can do. But in um, one positive thing that has has happened in the past week or so, you might have seen it on the podcast group and on my Facebook page. Is remember in the last last episode we were telling you to watch this space. A lot of space being watched. There was a lot of space being watched, and then just last weekend we were able to finally announce that the two Mister P's in a podcast live. Tour is on its way in 2020. Live! <laughs> Live! So, um, the London show now on the 30th of November in a couple of weeks. I don't think we're going to have another episode before that, are we? Uh, no, we're not. So, oh no, we should do, yeah. Nah. Yeah. It's two weeks, every two weeks we do it. Oh yeah. Yeah. So we'll have... Um, a pre-London show. Pre-London show. But that that London show is now sold out. So again, massive thank you to everyone who's got a ticket. I'm sure it's going to be another belter. And if you do want to come to London, if you do want to come to London show, you can't now because it's sold out. <laughs> yeah. So that's the third show in a row that we've sold out. Mm-hmm. So basically what, what happened was um, uh, someone got in touch, well, Paul from Headway Talent and sort of... Uh, 
uh, we had a we had a chat about things, and so he's been on the hunt to to book venues, and uh, so we've got uh, well, how many have we got? Is it seven shows so far? Now we are hoping for other shows to be added, so watch this space. Oh, here he is, but at the minute, if you've not seen, let's go through the venues. 29th of February, we're going to be at the Plowright Theatre in Scunthorpe. Scunny. Whereabouts is Scunthorpe, Adam? No, I don't. Near Hull, I think. Oh, well done, yeah. Let's check, check it. All check I haven't, it. yeah. I've never actually done any work in Scunthorpe, so it'll be interesting. Um, then 30th of May, we're going to be in Belfast. Belfast. Which, <laughs> which is? Ireland. Whereabouts? Northern Ireland. <laughs> Yeah, so we're at the Black Box Theatre there, 30th of May. That's going to um, be class. That should be class because... Um, they're my, all going to be class. Yeah, they're, they're all, but my dad used to work in Belfast, so um, I think he's going to come over and we're going to... He gonna, loves it. Yeah, he yeah. absolutely He's going to be at every show, isn't he? Oh, he'll be at every show. Uh, 6th of June, we're going to be at the Y Theatre in Leicester. Um, why? Why, yeah. Why? Yeah. Thirteenth uh, of June, Discovery Centre, Winchester, which I believe is is part of a podcast festival, like a Winchester podcast really? festival. So we're we're a part. I think we're the first show that's been confirmed. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, so Winchester there. Twentieth uh, of Win- June, where's Winchester? Winchester's sort of on your way towards sort of like Southampton and. Uh, where's Southampton? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I've been to Southampton, never been to Scunthorpe. I've been uh, Southampton, I've never been to Scunthorpe. <laughs> yeah. Twentieth of June, we are going to be at the Comedia. Comedia is it in Bright Brighton? Um, just to be aware, that shows an afternoon show. Uh, so I think that one starts at half four. Just to make you aware. Fourth of July, we're at the Wardrobe in Leeds. <laughs> just in a wardrobe that'd be pretty fun. Independence Day in a wardrobe <laughs> yeah and then on the 11th of July we're at the Playhouse in Norwich now the Norwich venue or the Norwich tickets aren't on sale yet but as soon as they are we'll, we will let you know bit of interest for the old Norwich innit yeah we've had we've had interest for all of them but this is what we what we need from you guys is we need you to to, to come along to it because obviously that if you want more shows to happen in different venues because this is a brand because what we've done here the past few shows we've organized independently ourselves and it is hard work trying to find venues trying to find dates it's just back and forth back and forth um and obviously when it's independent you get so many places that are just sort of like no we don't know who you are so we're not letting you do a show we'll let this other person who's got a bit of a reputation or whatever so what we really need is as much support as possible with this little tour because if this tour goes well and we end up selling quite a lot of tickets, then people will start taking notice and we can do more tours at bigger venues and get more people involved. So it's just before Christmas. What are we now? Uh, what date is it today? Uh, 13th. 13th? 12th. 12th. 12th of November. Uh, we're talking, what, a month or so until Christmas. You're probably all doing Secret Santas. Oh, um, what a great Secret Santa gift it would be. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. You, you're there, you pull out. Cause, well, how do you do, secret, do you do Secret Santa in your place? Yeah, we do, yeah. Just pull out a name. Just pull out a name. Yeah, yeah. So you pull out a name. It doesn't even matter whose name it is. You know two tickets straight. Or just buy every, every staff... If you're a head teacher listening to this, oh, and you, you want, want get... staff morale. You want what's <laughs> yeah. it called? Well-being. Mindfulness. Well-being. You want to improve well-being. well-being. Yeah, you want to improve well-being. Get get there. And to be fair, we're not just saying that. We do get loads of messages from people 
who come and say it was great for and you know that it was really good for oh, the well-being yeah. and well especially Newcastle <laughs> I'm pretty sure they just who, about recovered from Newcastle yeah, apart from the school who had a massive fallout halfway <laughs> through but yeah so um, we, we just hope we can, you can give us as much support with that as possible uh, we will keep mentioning it on future episodes but do get your tickets as soon as possible because we don't want anyone to miss out um, and, and yeah I'm just really excited I just can't believe that you know year and a half into this podcast we've managed to it is, it is, it I is. mean, it is absolutely insane. I mean, I was in hospital uh, when you, when the news broke, when the news broke about the tour and um, I just couldn't believe it. I was just like, this is insane. Like, you, yeah. you know, when we first kind of thought about it and then we first recorded it, I mean, if you if you go back and listen to the first step <laughs> and, and then you listen to this app, it's like when you look at a picture of um, Cillian Murphy, you know, back in the day. Yeah, and then you look at him now in Peaky Blinders, and you know, <laughs> girls, girls are just absolutely losing their minds. It's yeah. like that. You'd, you'd listen to the first one, and you'd be a bit like, mm, you know, it doesn't really do anything for me. Yeah, and you listen to the latest ones, and it's just like, my God, take me. Yeah, <laughs> take me, Cillian. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, it's all down to you guys. We won't be anywhere without all your support. So we do really appreciate Thank it. You, Oscar-winning speech. <laughs> Firstly, I'd like to thank God, and then uh, it's just you guys. You make it all happen. No, but it's right, you, you know. Um, <laughs> Is that <I'm>... it? <laughs> Why are you holding the remote as a trophy? <laughs> no, I no, we really do appreciate it. We hope this this can keep growing. We go f- uh, from strength to strength, and you know, there's so many of you that are uh, helping out. Especially on the podcast group, guys, it's amazing. It's, you know, people are sharing all sorts. It's good, love... good banter. It's on great the group, banter. Yeah. I've been really quiet on the group, and I have to apologize yeah, yeah. about that. Obviously, now you know the reason for it. But um, I, I'm I'm looking forward to getting back, throwing some stuff out on that group because I love it. Because that little Hugh Grant one I chucked out a few weeks ago. Yeah, it's yeah. Some serious love. So um, one fi- one funny one that I want to talk about. If you remember last episode, we were talking about pointless things you only find in primary school, right in yellow. Oh, yeah. Not lunchtime organiser, yeah, yeah. the learning objective. Oh, yeah. So a guy, uh, Mike, got in touch and he was like, um, came back to my classroom on Friday. Uh, I teach computing to year five and year three on a Friday afternoon. Another teacher was complaining that it took my class 15 minutes for them to write her I can statement in their books. Let me read you this I can statement. So the LO, basically. Mm. Um I can use pit collage to make a collage of the different religious symbols of the religions that we have found in school. My goodness, <laughs> me. It can take, take me 15 minutes to, <laughs> to, to write that out. Um, the LO, I can say, Peter Peckle, pick a pepper, pick a pepper. Yeah, I can use pit collage to make a collage. I mean, the thing is, if you're using pit collage in lesson, why do you have to put a, a learning challenge down anyway? Um, More importantly, is, how much wood would a woodchuck cut if a woodchuck could chuck wood? I mean, I'll, I'll I think about that and I look at my like my boys who you know uh Harry and Chuck both dyslexic uh great or you know they can hold a conversation they can tell you everything that they've learned and you read it to them and they've got that but th- that would literally take them at least half an hour to do I think um yeah bit clueless if you ask me there's also the video that a couple of people shared where the guy is talking through some of the the rather unusual names he's had in class have you seen this? I don't know. All oh, right, it. okay, here we go then. Been a bit. So, um, if, right, so the first one is just A, B, C, D, E, right? So that's someone's name. Oh, yeah. What do you think that name is? 
So it's that A A B C D E. What do you mean it's someone's name? name? Well, should I tell you? Yeah, go on. The first one's that. Obesity. Obesity. Let me give you another. Obesity, that was the name. So it's spelled capital A. Uh, That's actually someone's name? If, If... Right, so the next one is capital L with a dash and an A. Um... Ella. Ella la. No. Uh, Elifa. <laughs> no. What is it? What do, you, what do you call it? It's not Haif. It's not El, El Haif. Well, what else no, is it Elif- called? He- Elif- Elifa. <laughs> what? I'm a water boy. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call it? Ketamine. Ke- <laughs> <laughs> uh, you call it a dash. Right, so go on. So Ladasha. Yes, well done. Thank you. Right, next one. S S S S T. Steve. <laughs> Steve? No. It's not Steve. That's decent. St- no. Uh, st- <laughs> uh, same? No. Uh, so there's four S. Four. Four S's and then a T. Four scores in four. I don't know. Forest. 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 And then the last one oh. is J K M N. So capital J K M N. J K J No. J No. Jackman. You got to think really clever about this one because it's an absolute doozy. I'll give you a clue. Go through the alphabet. A B C D E. H. No. no. <laughs> well, what is it? I can't. J K M N. So just go through the A B C F G H I J K. Oh, I got to G. That was right. Right. A B C F G H I J K L L. Yeah. So there's there's that's not there. So there's no L. There you Noel. go. Noel. Yeah. Noel. Noel. Yes. Quite a, a, an apt name for this time of year. So thank you for sharing that one as well so uh so yeah get get involved guys head to or just search to mr p's podcast on facebook you can join the group uh share whatever you think's funny that'll get 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 us laughing and then we'll share it on the next episode i also didn't mention as well that uh if you do want tickets for the live tour the podcast uh obviously not going to be another live tour is it but if you go to the website to mr p's podcast.com that's a number two mrps podcast.com all the tickets, all the information's on there. I mean, one of the tickets is even on like um, Ticketmaster. Ticketmaster, yeah. yeah, yeah. T- the Scunthorpe one. It goes like, like, you know, like Jason Manfred, <laughs> the script to Mr. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely love it. So, we do really hope you can uh, you can help us with that. You, you reminded me before when you were talking about the LO and the learning objective and the lunchtime organizer. And uh, I've definitely said this on the podcast before, but it happened again. So when we took Max to Trafford General, we walked up and the, the woman who works at reception at Trafford General was my old dinner lady. Yeah. And uh, we walked up and it was like, she was looking at me like, I know you, but I can't quite remember you. But this has happened on many occasions. And, uh, you know, it said name and it's like Max Parkinson. And she went, Parkinson? She went, Adam? And I went, yeah. And she just turned to Kim, like Kim and her co-worker, and just went... I had him when he was at St. Monica's. He was a brilliant footballer. 
smash me in the face <laughs> on a freezing cold dinner time once. And I always, I was just looking like, because I remember it clear as day, the sweetest <laughs> of half volleys. It was like, whammo! And honestly, it took, Wham! it took her out and I was just like, oh my God. But you know, at that age, it's just kind of like, game on! <laughs> While she's getting stretched up, I'm like, extra play! Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it was, yeah, good to see you. <laughs> right, so a lot of, lot of um, hospital talk so far this episode, but that leads us into our first feature. I want to rant! Rant. 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 Tell me not to rant. Well, all I gotta tell you when you tell me not to rant, I say no. No. No, no, no. Right, so rant of the week. Um, and this is one we both sort of agree on. Yeah. And um, we both experienced yeah. with uh, in the past week ago or so. So go on. I don't want to let you, you So basically, this rant is about, it's a, well, it's about smoking, but not necessarily, you know, people smoke, our late granddad smoked, right? Yeah. Obviously, you know, I, I, I don't see the point in it, I, I, I don't feel like, you know, but people do it and each to their own, live, I, your, do live, you know, live your own life, whatever. Do you know what I don't get now is that like, how, how do young people get into smoking now because when I was 14, 15, you had kids at school who were doing it but it was so readily available. You could do it anywhere. I just think what they've done with smoking which is right by, you know, you can't do it inside and you've got to have smoking areas and blah, blah, blah. I just think now if you, you, I just, I wouldn't even bother getting into it. Yeah, it's true. Um, But basically the rant goes into is kind of poorly people, sick people who are getting care in hospitals who kind of wheel out their catheters yeah. or their, you know, whatever they're called, tubes. Yeah, drips and, then and all Drips, that. yeah, and start lighting up outside. I mean, every time I was going into the hospital, there was like really poorly people. I just just sucking ciggies down. Mm. And I, I had to think like, at the end of the day... Get if, on those if, candy sticks. If, yeah, exactly. Here's, here's a pack of Batmans if you want it, Pat. Um, but I was just thinking, like, you know, like I said, each to their own. If you're smoking, when you're out, I don't have an issue with that. I, I love Ira when he's ranting. You're, when you're ranting, you, you try and be as diplomatic as possible. It's not diplomatic, but what I'm saying is... I can't imagine there's many people listening to this who smoke. No, but I'm not trying to keep, you know, I, what I'm saying is... It's a disgusting habit. I have, well, yeah, it is. But what I'm saying Say is... Say it. Say it. <laughs> It's not the best habit. Um, but what I'm saying you, is... You worry because you think people are going to stop listening because we've got opinions. No, I'm not at all. But what, no, you're, not, you're not letting me get to my point. Come on. It's what I'm saying is, if you're, if you're a smoker and you, you know, say you work at, I don't know, Sainsbury's and you go outside into the smoking area away from everyone and you're having a ciggy, each to their own, enjoy it. I don't really care. But if you're in hospital getting care, don't go out. It's like slapping the nurses and the doctors in the yeah. face. It's like... When you, what I think as well is, what a prime time opportunity to quit. If you're in the hospital, I think that hospitals should ban you from leaving for cigarettes. If you leave for cigarettes, you should make be made to leave because yeah. it's like you know. And then you got the vaping, aren't you? At the moment, like vaping's yeah. massive. All of these flavors, 
It's like, oh, try this, man. It's mango, bubblegum, and passion fruit, and, and mint. It's like, what? Like, what? What is it? And, uh, you know, these massive, you know, massive, like, mobile phone machines. And you just hear, like, and then just like, Darth Vader. Tonight, Matthew, I'm going to be a mango, passion fruit, with a twist. Um, uh, well, I had, I had the exact same thing, and I, I think, the one that I saw was even worse. So this, it was, I I also, so we did the Emmy's Kitchen on the Wednesday. Then I had to go to Manchester Royal Hospital for an eye appointment because obviously I was still getting sore eyes because of my medication. And um, so I've walked around the main hospital to go to the eye hospital and it was, an, it just took all morning. I was absolutely you panicking. where you were going. <laughs> no, no, no. I saw, because I got there, I got seen, and to be fair, you and loads of people who were having appointments at the eye hospital. You're at the eye hospital, this guy can't see a thing, pal. <laughs> what about you? I've got two patches on me. Um, I mean, I got seen pretty much straight away by this really nice doctor, and it was funny because he was asking me what I do, and I said, I'm a teacher. And he was like, he just went on this amazing sort of, disc- it just, not rant, but he went on this amazing talk. No about- one rants, the rantsman. <laughs> yeah. There's only one renter here, dude. <laughs> and he just went on this big sort of speech about how much he appreciates teachers because he was going nowhere in life and then he ended up having a teacher who believed in him and he's gone yeah. on to be this doctor. Uh, and, and he's he going gazed into, into a- that teacher's eyes and thought, you need cataracts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> And that was the moment I knew. <laughs> and that's when I realised, Andy yeah. Dufresne, you were meant for our hospitals. And that, and that teacher looked at me and I looked at him and I said, pink eye, mate. Yeah. <laughs> you need glasses, mother. Uh, so, uh, but then I had to wait for like an hour for my prescription. And, and the thing was, I was supposed to be in Liverpool to do an afternoon course um, at like 12. And I'd not left Manchester Hospital till quarter past 11 Ooh, right and then the wor- to make it even worse I, I left my wallet at home Ooh. so I've parked in the car park um, and I'm like phoning Claire I'm like Claire you need to bring my wallet and she's going no I won't just tell the guys you've lost your wallet they'll let you out and I'm going no <laughs> they won't let me out I can't see Claire <laughs> and then and then so she brought me the wallet she was fuming she brought me the wallet and then I went and took the ticket and it wouldn't scan the ticket for some reason. It said it was like faulty ticket. So I took it to the desk and uh, I said, mate, it's saying it's faulty. And he went, no worries, sorted it out. And I was like, right, how much do I owe you? He went, no, I'll do it for free. Oh. <laughs> it was absolutely fuming. Um, but as I was walking back to the I bet car... You, I bet your eyes were watering though. This guy's had a tough morning. <laughs> Look, he's crying over his car for that ticket. <laughs> Uh, well, that was it. They had to take eye swabs, so they had to get like cotton buds and scrape oh, the inside it. of my eyes. And the worst thing was when I got in the car and I'm on my way to Liverpool, get a phone call off them going, um, We didn't do them properly, so can you come back? So they had to go back after the court. Oh, oh. But as I'm walking back to the car, I pass the, the main hospital, and there's this woman, and she's in her pajamas, she's got a, a drip, she's holding on to a drip, and she's smoking, and she's like, but then she turned to me and she was literally ready to drop. Like she had, she was just, must have been nine months, pretty much ready to, yeah. to, to give birth. And she was there smoking. And uh, you just think, what are you doing? Give the what are you doing? Chance, so, yeah. rant of the week. No, yeah, it's a fair rant. It's a fair rant, isn't it? It's yeah. Fair I rant. just don't, I just can't understand. Because that sort of leads into another feature, actually, which is... Which is worth mentioning, not even plan this one, you know, not even discuss this one, but I'm going for it. 
the thing kids today wouldn't have a clue about. I'm having you for that one though. Right, so <laughs> he's just gone, Adam. He's just gone. Uh, just by the way, his, his cataracts definitely arise. <laughs> Right, so Adam seems to think we've talked about this on the podcast, but I cannot remember it. But then again, I can't remember what I had for breakfast. So talking about sort of smoking, the things that like kids today won't ever know about is when you used to go on nights out and you could smoke inside. Yeah. And you used to go on a night out and you'd be dressed to the nines, you know what I mean? You'd be in your best shirt, your best trousers, your best shoes. Probably look back now and think, what was I wearing? And he just used to come back and you just stink of smoke. It just used to absolutely reek your hair. Because it used to be that I'd have to get a shower when I came home every every night on a night out. Whereas now, don't tend to. Don't shower for days. <laughs> no, I shower in the morning. But <laughs> yeah, and then he used to, oh, he used to stink. It was horrible. Um, and I remember we went to Ireland for a weekend uh, when I must have been about 19. And they'd already banned it there. And it was like a revelation. It was like a complete new experience I've, to go on a yeah, night out. I have a memories of you, of you saying that. Have I um, talked about it on the podcast? Uh, this is a thing. We're, we're 35 episodes in now. We're going to end up just repeat, repeat, repeat. Well, no, nah, we're still okay. <laughs> sure. Um, right, so we've got some features, guys. We've got some features planned. Um, uh, so let's get into the first one. Because uh, we're going to bring back the hero, and this one's an absolute doozy. So here comes Nana Maureen and Nana Maureen's opinion. Hello, the other Mr. P here, and welcome to Nana's opinion with the one and only Nana Maureen. How are you, Nana? I'm fine, thank you. Not too bad. Are you fine not now? Not too bad. <laughs> We're saying that not too bad is your calling card. Your no, that's uh, quite true. There's rumours of t-shirts on sale. Oh, I say. Yeah, yeah. Oh my word. I know. I know. Um, how 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 are things? How's life? Up and down. Up and down. Yes. But. Hopefully on the up now, heading into the festive season. Definitely now, after me little great-grandson as well again. Oh, yes, so obviously we will have spoken about this, but uh, I think the whole family are relieved, aren't they? Oh, without a doubt. But I've got a few little things to ask you. Uh, I've got a few little kind of um, riddles to to put to you. Mm-hmm. And then I've got a question, a viewer's question at the uh, or listener question, should I say, uh, at the end. Okay. Okay. When, just to let the listeners know that when I arrived at my nana's and said that I needed to do a recording, she panicked and started to to cover her hair up, thinking that I was going to video record her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Didn't yet. Yeah, I did. I patted me hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, just a few quick little riddles. Um, riddle one. Is what do cows drink? Milk. Uh, no, they drink water. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said what does he Um What do you, obviously, what do you put in a toaster? Bread. Uh, you got it. A lot of people say toast for that one. 
Oh, do they? Yeah. And then last one, what gets wetter as it dries? What gets wetter when it dries? Uh, oh, now you've got my... Could be here a while. Yes. Do you want to take a stab? Go on. Go, no, you take a stab. Oh, a go. I'm... Sta- oh, all right. What gets wet before it's dry? No, what gets wetter as it's, as it's drying? Clothes. On the line. <laughs> <laughs> why did it get wet? Why did it get wet? You mean it's raining? Sometimes they have showers. That's not a bad shower. It's actually a towel. All oh, right. Because the towel's drying you, yeah. but the towel's becoming wet. Ah. Yes, indeedy. indeedy. It's a tricky. Uh, it is. Yeah. It is. This is. This is what you got yourself into. Now you're a podcast oh, star, Nana. Now then. Um, yeah, right. But the brain isn't as uh, healthy as it was. You know. I think you've still got it. You said you put bread in the toaster. A lot, of people, a lot of people <laughs> would have got that one wrong. Um, but remember, cows drink water. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, right, the listener question is, and it's funny actually because you went to bingo the other night with my mum, didn't you? Oh, I did. I heard you took down a little a little nice chicken dinner, did you? As in a winner-winner chicken dinner, not an actual chicken roast. A winner-winner chicken dinner, didn't you win? Yes. Yeah, have you ever heard of that before, win a winner chicken no, dinner? No, no. Oh, right, so how much did you win? Well, your mum won. Oh, 100. Did you split it? Of course. Oh, good. Um, so the question is to you, Nana, is if you were to win a million, what would you buy? Oh, if I won a million, I'd help a lot of people. That is the, that is the measure of the woman, that... What, as in your family, your friends? Oh, anybody who's really poorly off, you know, desperate. Desperate people. What what a lovely, lovely answer that is, Nana. That is the difference between you and many a people. A lot of people would be saying, oh, I want a private jet, I want a helicopter. No, You're interested in helping. No. Love that. No. Um, And just to... You'd help the human beings who are really needed. You know, needy, I should say. I, I, I couldn't agree with you more, Nana, and that is inspirational. And just to finish, um, we're gonna, I'm going to throw this out to you. Can you please... You know them things that you say? I can't quite think of the name now. Um, you know, like, Peter Pepper picked a peckle pickle pepper. You know that one? Ooh, yeah, but no. can, can, can you say... <laughs> can, not that one, not that one. Okay. Can you say... She sells seashells on the seashore, but quite fast. So, like, she sells seashells on the seashore. I'll try, but... Okay. Seashell... Seashell... Go on, I'll give you a second, take two. She sells (laughs) seashells on the seashore. On the sea, on the seashore. Oh, oh, Nana. You oh, are. now that my teeth, my teeth. <laughs> you are an absolute diamond, right? Uh, that will do for arguably my favourite ever, Nana's opinion. Uh, Nana, do you want to say bye to all your fans? Goodbye, my lovelies, and look after one another and love one another. Oh, lovely message. Thanks, Nana. Love you. Brilliant as always. Uh, the gift and we always say it every episode: the gift that keeps on giving. And uh, it's, just, uh, it's just unreal. Like it's, it's. I genuinely look forward to recording it because mm. she's just so full of 
bants. It's unreal. Yeah. But that send off cracks me up every time because I feel like she's she's channeling <laughs> channeling her inner Jerry Springer. Like, Take care of yourselves and each other. I played it to mum and dad before because we were laughing. Me and Kim were laughing and we played it to my mum and dad. You should have seen dad. Dad was just like, oh, like rolling his eyes. Oh, what's she on about? But um, talking about uh, the big man, so funny before. Now this is this is textbook big Mike, and I know we've spoke about it on the podcast before about how. Um, how kind of adamant dad was on manners when he manners yeah. were just and, it, and it's definitely paid dividends because we are kind of well mannered yeah and um, thank you <laughs> and uh, he, he I always remember where one of us I don't know who it was one of us let out a little a little Donald a little Donald Trump in front of mum yeah and mum was like disgusted we're all in the back and it was we're like outside global video yeah like the fake blockbuster I think you've told this before. Yeah, no, but what I'm saying is, I'm, I'm getting on yeah, to it. Yeah, and right. dad obviously, dad obviously, you know, when mum got out of the car, dad was like saying to us, like, do that when mum in, in the car, and da da da. And he let one rip. And was... <laughs> so, anyway, I go shop with dad before, literally nipped to the shop. And uh, on the way back, I just started going, like, oh, I was like, dad, I was like, dad, have you let one go? And he went, yeah. And he put literally as, as I said, he pulled up to outside my house, and obviously mum was inside. He was getting out, so I was like, "Oh, damn, Jesus, Dad, that is horrible!" And I opened the door. And he went, "Oh, Adam, you best waft the door a bit. Your mum's gonna be getting in a minute." <laughs> <laughs> I'm the waft the door. I was there like shaking the Skoda's door. <laughs> Absolute joke. Um. Yeah, Nana, but I, t- I tell you what was interesting. It was a talking to. I was on a course of a day, and we we're talking about the podcast. And someone was saying that in their school, it's sort of inspired by Nana Maureen's feature. They're going to be going to. They're going to take the kids to a local sort of old people's mm. home um, to as, to sort of sing some carols and uh, sort of have a chat with the older people. Just so it was sort of inspired by the fact that you know uh, you get so many older people who were who are lonely who haven't got any sort of family around them and to hear us having that sort of banter with nana each week got them thinking that they should do something similar as well so that's quality not, not only is nana more in you know if she wins the lottery she's helping everyone uh, going I mean, that's what i mean it's just a lovely she's now helping other people make those connections and bless her when i said about you know in every nana's opinion so far we say how are you nana she always says not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. But then today she just didn't say it. And I said, <laughs> oh, not too bad. That's like your thing. And, you know, this T-shirt's being made. Bless her. She genuinely thinks it's being T-shirts being made. I'll have to make one now for Christmas. How are you doing, Nana? Not too bad. <laughs> it is. Well, what's special about our Nana is her birthday is on Christmas Day. Christmas Day. Yeah. yeah. So, um... So yeah, there we go. Right, so very quick uh, word from our sponsor before we get cracking with the other features. We are once again pleased to be sponsored by Interm IT. And this week, they just want us to let you know that they are going to be launching their half-termly competition today on their Facebook and Twitter pages for a school to win a Kano Harry Potter coding kit. 
Um, so all you need to do to get involved is just head to their Facebook and Twitter pages and give them a like and a follow. They don't use their social media for sales. They use it to just inform teachers, maybe warn them of malicious and fraudulent emails, anything that they become aware of. And they just want to assist teachers by giving them quick fixes for common problems that you might have with Windows or whatever it might be, connecting your computer to your interactive screen. So they want to get as many teachers on board to help them. So if you go and just search on Facebook at Interm IT and on Twitter, they are at Interm IT UK. And good luck with the competition. Do you know what I was just thinking as well in Anamori? We should turn the podcast live tour into a bit of a competition in that the first venue to sell out is the venue that we bring Nanamori into. Bring her to the show. Yeah, I like the idea, but I just don't know. I just don't know. <laughs> That's enough incentive. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's just because like, then you're talking about would Nana come, would Nana be okay to come? Yeah, but we'll just say that. To sell more tickets, yeah, and then I don't think we need to. Oh, confident no, are in, we? As in, I think we. I think you could run competitions of like post your screenshots of your ticket sales to win a personal message from Nana Mori. Yeah, we could do okay. Like a personal message rather than so it's a bit more personal to them. Yeah, you know what I mean. Smart. Right, nice. That's a good idea. That I do. Thank you. Right, next feature. I think you'll find now I'm a, a close to be published author. <laughs> Um, I've got the, I've got the, I've got the ideas, bro. The pointless things you find in school. Right, so your pointless thing you only find in primary school this week comes courtesy of Adam. Off you go, Adam. Yeah, I mean, obviously you do find these in primary schools. You will find them. Well, you won't find them anymore. No, this isn't the random thing. Oh. This is just things you find in primary school. Oh, right, okay. Just classic uh, (laughs) confusion of the... um, The features. The features. So my pointless thing is white pencil crayons or white crayons. Strike! Tell me something I don't know, Ump. Well, unlike that nasty curveball, there aren't any surprises when you finance your next car with Carvana. You get real terms personalized for you right in your strike zone. Really? Steerai! How am I supposed to focus when you're telling me about Carvana? Well, Slugger, you gotta keep your eye on the ball. Just like you can keep an eye on your customized down and monthly car payments. I can customize those? He's out and on his way to finance his next car with Carvana. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get pre-qualified today. We'll drive you happy at Carvana. Totally white crayons, but white pencil colouring <laughs> pencils. Do you know what I mean? You get a pack, you get a fresh deck of Crayolas. Yeah. And, you know, the classics, don't they? The black, the red. Yeah. The green, the blue. <laughs> you know, all these big... Primary yeah, colours. Yeah, yeah. The main <laughs> colours. Um, and, and they... What is the white doing in there? And, and the funny thing was, I said to Kim before, I said, uh, I've got a quality pointless thing. And she went, what is it? I went, white pencil crayon. And she went, use it on black paper. Yeah, I did I think went, that. I went, no. Because <laughs> no one does that. I think that's a lie. I'll tell you why. Because the white the white pencil crayon doesn't work great on black paper. A white, like, Crayola crayon yeah. works quite well. And then Kim went, when you draw in fireworks. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Wait, what? Now, that's probably just because firework day is big. 
Um, firework day. Whatever, whatever day it is. But nah, I'm sorry. Happy fireworks day. <laughs> yeah. Merry fireworks. Um, I'm sorry, but that is they get binned for me to give extra room in the box. Yeah. Because you know what I mean? The box is tight in it when, yeah. you, when you're trying to get them back in perfectly. yeah. And, uh, you know, your red and your blacks and your greens and your blues <laughs> are more sharpened than the rest, so they're a bit smaller. And your white one's just pristine in it. It's just yeah. in there all the time. Get out! Yeah, like felt tips as well are bad, because white felt tips... They don't tip, felt tips, do they? I'm sure they will do. Nah, I don't think they do, you know. Yeah, but the worst thing when about I felt tip is if you t- accidentally rub, like, a, a yellow or a white touches the black on the paper and then it oh, just smears yeah. and then it's just ruined. Because when I get packs of felt tips, normally you get a red, a green, a blue, <laughs> <laughs> a black. Um, no, I, 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 I'm going to throw it out there and I might be proved wrong. I don't think you do get white white felt tips. Yeah, you will do. Uh, I, I, I swear. I might have to Google it then. Google it. <laughs> white felt tips that's you know what like Jordy P.E. teaches a little little one you know when he didn't when he didn't know something in class whenever I was in class with him he just used to be like oh you know what I don't actually know a kid would put his hand up and say you know what what year did that happen and he'll go oh I, I, we are not, I'm not sure man he, he always used to go I'll have to google it I'll google it and i say google it <laughs> yeah you can you can get them but maybe they're just not in not popular, just get binned. No, it's a good, like, a good shout, good shout. Like the blacks, the reds. But the, I mean, <laughs> the, the best. Surely the best thing to use on black paper is like chalk in it. Yeah, chalk. Chalk. Well, I mean, who uses black paper? <laughs> well, there's some artwork. Yeah, but you're talking about very, very starry night. Yeah, but you're talking about very, very. <laughs> you know, well, I, I can't think of the word precise. Uh, piece of artwork yeah yeah Yeah, it's a rarity is what yeah, you're saying rar- that's it rarity. rarity right right so um, we'll jump into the next feature this is an important matter how we should behave at school we will get along when we obey the Okay, Diabolical Leader of the Week comes courtesy of uh, a listener story or listener contribution. Again, uh, you can send us messages, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or you can go to the website, twomrpspodcast.com, uh, and there's an option there to share stories. I'll share a couple of stories, actually, but the first one, Diabolical Leader of the Week. I work in a large academy chain. We recently found out that all of the school's microwaves and refrigerators are being confiscated over the half term. Of course, SLT get to keep theirs. We are talking all staff rooms and workrooms losing their fridge and microwave. The reason? Radiation. Some misinformed person has told them that microwaves and refrigerators emit dangerous radiation that causes staff sickness. Any department that wants a microwave or fridge We'll have to buy a new one using leftover money at the end of the year and send it to our science team to have it tested for radiation. That has got to be kidding. No, why would someone... Me, I'm going mean, to make that up. If you're I'd... talking that if you spend too much time around a microwave and a fridge... Well, this is the thing. Most radiation. schools, teachers don't even go in the staff room. Yeah, but I'd spend you half my life near fridges and microwaves. <laughs> and, you know, I'm not like Bruce Banner, like Incredible Hulk. <laughs> 
You know what I mean? All got special powers. That's what radiation does, isn't it? Yeah. Well, no, it kills you most of the time. Like that. <laughs> All right. I thought. All right. Maybe I'm gonna. Maybe I'm gonna stop taking that stuff. Out. <laughs> stop taking that stuff out of the fridge and popping it in the microwave for a bit. I mean, I think it's nonsense because every house has them. And and this is a funny thing, like whenever I talk about, when we've talked about this and how we spend time in the staff room, you won't believe how many schools just basically say, oh, I never go in the staff room. I never have time to go in the staff room. So the best place, if you're worried about radiation with staff, in a lot of schools, the best place to put that, especially if it's a large academy chain, because the likelihood is those large academy chains have more managers than they have teachers. So those managers then create more workload to justify their own jobs. So these teachers probably don't even have time to go into the... Uh, staff room the so radiation fueled staff room <laughs> yeah. see I have like envisions of this academy like I just love that like man. green smoke I'm going to turn into the incredible Hulk. that's not really that's in comics radiation kills you it's like Chernobyl oh god <laughs> oh brilliant love it uh, so yeah so um, a couple of really good stories actually let me just find um, which one was so a couple of stories. So this happened to me this morning during Breakfast Club. I was outside on duty at the back of the yard, right in front of the banking, so that I had a good view of all the children. The school rule is if you slide down the banking, then you have to stand by the wall. Oh, <laughs> get on the wall. Oh, we're going for the Danny Dyer. The wall. Oh, drop it. Oh, that wall. Drop it. <laughs> Be kind, it. wall. Yeah. You're making readies. <laughs> be calm wall oh, honestly did you see that teacher on the wall a couple of weeks ago with the Chris Pine one? Oh my god yeah I can't even put into words when she was going like you don't want to be in detention with me wall I was literally thinking and then what? What my favourite bit of the wall is when the balls drop and they go into like you know they go or like the red balls drop and yeah. they go into the big amount Danny Dyer's reaction <laughs> I feel like he's about to burst out laughing and he just turns around and goes, oh my God. It, was, it does make me think of Cotton Chat yeah. every time. But, uh, yeah. Uh, the wall. So this banking is covered uh, in a synthetic and sometimes slippery green material. Every day the children play an exciting game of football on the yard and the ball often ends up going down the banking to be collected. Today the ball flew up into the air, heading for the banking, and I thought I'd try to be the hero and keep it in play. Instead, I completely missed the ball and ended up sliding down the banking backwards to a chorus of "way" by the children. As I climbed up, all I could hear were children pointing and telling me to go to the wall. Oh. Primary school children have the best sense of humour, and they're not wrong. It is, it is funny. Uh, where's the other one? One more, one more, one more. And it was one that I really laughed at. Uh, right, here we go. Yeah, during my training at a small uh, yeah. So during my training at a small village school in Yorkshire, I was invited to assist at swimming lessons for the infant class. Obviously, as a trainee, I was eager to impress, so jumped at the opportunity and packed my swimming gear for the following day. The time in the pool was as successful as I'd hoped. No children drowned, and I didn't drown. The leading teacher—that's <laughs> the—that's a good thing, isn't it? That's like the high. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No success. <laughs> Coming back from swimming. How was it? Brilliant. No one died. Yeah. The leading teacher invited me to go out of the pool early so I could be changed before the S1, FS1 children so I could assist them. As I frantically attempted to dry off in a cubicle, I could hear the children beginning to file into the changing rooms, but I could not find my knickers anywhere. 
I became more and more panicked and began throwing everything out of my bag to find them. Then a voice cut through the crowd and I heard, Eh, look at these. They're massive. (laughs) (laughs) I pulled up my tights commando and popped my head out the door only to see a four-year-old holding my giant pants against herself (laughs) and waving them around. My mentor shouted at her to put them down because you don't know where they've been. Because <laughs> the teacher wouldn't have known. You don't know where they've been. And, uh, and then used a foot to kick them into the wet gutter at the side of the room. Oh, I had no. to teach the rest of the day without knickers on and never willingly taught swimming lessons ever again. Oh, that's, that's a brilliant That's, a, that's a great yeah. one. That's a great that's one. Quality. So, again, do keep sharing those, uh, those stories because they do give us a laugh. Um, right, so on to the next feature. Guys, got a question for Can I get an answer? Yeah, Okay, so we do have a couple of questions. I mean, one of the questions is sort of like a confession as well. Um, but we, we've not had time to cre- create the confession jingle, have we? So no. We do it's what I hear be, your confessions, it's gonna though. It's going to be Usher-related, though, isn't it? Yeah, we need your confessions. I mean, but this one, I mean, hi, Mr. P. I don't know if this is a confession or not, but me and another teacher passed the time when marking by making a top ten list of best-looking dads. Is that just us, or do others do it too? Um, I can honestly say I do make... <laughs> Lists of yeah. hot dads. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but you, you know, you discuss like parents, don't you? Like you, you do like kind of have a, have a yeah. Little... You have chats, don't you? Yeah, you have, you have like chats. Yeah. <laughs> just have some we have... serious chats. <laughs> just no. We used to, we used to do that. I Me and a little lad that always, used to work I mean, with. We used to have a a, a, a list of uh, the parents who were who were uh, yeah. I mean, easy it's, on it's the weird, eyes, isn't it? Because like, I mean, like I said, I'm I'm. I work, I'm the only guy at my school. Yeah. So obviously I, you know, I'm not really, we don't really have that chat. Uh, but back in the day, you know, we like Cockney John. Yeah. And Jodie P teacher. Yeah, and them chats happened. But but the the women obviously have that, because there was a guy, there was a guy, uh, one of the dads, who obviously all the female teachers just loved him. Yeah. Every time he'd come and pick him up, you know, and God forbid when it was a hot day and he turned up in shorts, <laughs> I was there like in my shorts, like, Hello! <laughs> Any eyes over here? Nothing. <laughs> just him absolutely with ripped up legs. Yeah. Me well, it's like that. It's like that whenever he's number one on my list, ladies. Yeah, it's like that whenever uh, the firemen come in to visit oh, all the teachers. God, <laughs> don't get me started on that. <laughs> Thing is, right? Fair dues. Fair dues, and you know. All but they them... never look like what they do on the calendar, exactly. do they? Honestly, <laughs> this fireman that came like a couple of years ago, I remember looking at him, and I was thinking, I'm better looking than him. 100%. You know, I'm better looking than him. And then, you know, all the, the, the women are, oh, the fireman's, I was just a bit like, come on. You got, you got this 25-7 free six five. Yeah? Five days a week, baby. Uh, yeah, we used to have loads of chats like that. When you just sat there and you just might, we used to have chats which were like, of all the kids you've ever taught, what would be your ultimate class of like, qual- you know, your favourite kids to teach. And then they'd be, the ultimate class. You have that sort of the kind of chats that you need. Yeah, you have you have chats um, of yeah. So parents got, are easy on the eyes. I've got a, a confession. 
Uh, but, you know, most confessions are anonymous, but I'm going to just come out and say this, that this is, a, this is just a true confession by me. Right. Basically, what happened was I was walking through... Uh, I was walking through the the like the hallway or whatever you call it, like the the what do you call it, like a corridor. Corridor. Right. I was walking through the corridor, and um, this kid had fell over outside, and and uh, and and, and I kind of like gone over to see if he's okay. And he sat down, really upset. There was another member, another member of staff there, who come over, uh, you know, say that <laughs> the kid's called Claire. Yeah. So we're just like, oh, are you okay, Claire? Oh, looky me, don't worry, and da da da, da. Just calm it down. But at the moment, I was like desperate for a wee. I was like really <laughs> desperate to go to the toilet. So this other teacher kind of came over and I said, oh, will you just sit with Claire for a minute? And I'm just going to the toilet and I'll come back. Claire, I'll come back. Don't worry, I'll come back. So I went to a loo, which was right opposite where Claire was sat. Like yeah. just, you know, an honest loo, locked door. And um, at, at the time, I had this these grey shorts on. Uh, like grey, I don't know what material it would be, but like Adidas shorts, like sporty shorts. Right. So I went for a wee, but because I was in a kind of a bit of a panic, a bit of a rush, because I didn't want Claire to be really upset outside, Yeah. I kind of hurried up. Um, <laughs> and obviously, as, as, as a male, uh, if you don't, if you don't, there we go, Taylor Swift and shake it off at the end, right. there's huge chances of after drippage. <laughs> Um, so as I like put my shorts back on, there's a there's a proper nice mirror just before you leave. It's the best toilet in the school. Like there's a nice mirror there. I looked in the mirror and I thought, oh my god! And there was a massive patch on my grey shorts. And I was like, oh my god! So I was trying to like pull my grey shorts up to pull my shirt over yeah. the patch, but then it, I had my upper thighs out. So I was like, oh my god! So I panicked. So I kept my trainers on and whipped my shorts off and banged them under the hand dryer, right? Yeah. And then I thought to myself, oh my God, they're outside. I had the hand dryer on for like five minutes <laughs> trying to get this wee out of my shorts. And then I finally put the shorts back on and like walked out. And then obviously it's the classic, you've been in there well too long for a wee. So have you just had a massive dump and, and been listening to, to the chat? It was, it was a... It was a sobering moment, and uh, I said to the other member of staff that was with Claire, I said, I'm really sorry about that, but I had a really bad case of the after trips. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, to be fair, she you know, she, she was laughing at it. Oh, God. Yeah, so uh, uh. I feel better for telling you that. <laughs> I feel better for telling everyone that. Oh, uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> right, next question from one of the listeners. What are your favourite three and worst three topics to teach? To teach, yeah. Um, right, any topics? So I, I, I obviously I teach a lot of PE, so I do enjoy doing the PE. I know that's yeah, the yeah. obvious one. Yeah, but which, um, which, which like, sport or which um, game or which topic? I like doing. I like doing the summer ones. I like doing athletics, rounds. sports. That, yeah, rounds. I do like doing that. Like, the ball sports. Obviously, I've been talking recently about doing the gymnastics, haven't I? Yeah, um, and I don't know if I touched on this in the last step. I'm not sure if I did, so remind me if I did. Where um, I stood, I was I was kind of um, performing. We were doing balancing on the bench and movement on a bench, and then jumping off the bench and bending the knees, etc., etc. So I I decided to on the blue mat to do yeah to do an example. So I stepped on this bench, 
the mats are not going to take. And I'm walking down this bench, and what I didn't realise is we had a bit of a faulty bench, and as I stepped on it, it went, whoa, and, and literally did like a proper like, whoa, like an ankle. And I was like, whoa. And I jumped off, and the kids burst out laughing, and I was just like, hey, hey, I, you know, quiet down. I was like, something wrong with the bench. And this kid from the back went, more like you've been eating too many burgers, right? I said, who said that? Sick burn. Yeah. It was like, actually, fist pumping yeah, his mate, like, sick the, burn. The kid who walked out was the kid, honestly, if you'd have done a line-up, he would have been my last choice. Really? And I walked up to him and I went, you said that? And he was just like, proper scared, like, yeah. And I just went, fair play. I have been eating too many burgers. Um... So yeah, I mean, but I enjoyed doing the gymnastics. To be fair, and like I said, it's got me. It got me in like. No, I didn't say it didn't get me fit, but it got me more flexible, more active. Yeah, I'm sure Kim appreciates it. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, I was in school last week, and for the first time in years, I was um, I was out of class. I took I took the kids to an indoor athletics competition. Oh, nice! Right, so Claire's Love brother. Indoor athletics. Oh, mate, I I forget because. Back in the day, before the whole iPad stuff took off, before the Mr. P business launch. Before I was ICT. <laughs> no, but before I was all just that, Mr. P once upon a time. Now I'm ICT. I've always been ICT coordinator since, you know, NQT year when I made a Leavers video that included some pictures. <laughs> when, you, when you pressed the standby button and the side button and screenshotted <laughs> something, everyone was like, oh my God, this guy! <laughs> yeah, My much. God! <laughs> no, it was... It, um, it was. I made. I made like a, a DVD, a yearbook DVD for the year six leaders. I remember you doing it. And, yeah. and the head teacher was like, "Right, you're the IT coordinator." And <laughs> that, you were just like, "IT, <laughs> IT, IT." Yeah. And so, but at the same time, I was also PE coordinator. And for a while, just because the tech in the school, it was like still Windows ninety five. There yeah, was only yeah. so much you could do. The, the advancements of like the iPad now where everything's so much more mobile and so much more accessible meant that my passion was more with the PE and I was so into the PE at one point. Like we won Trafford School Sports uh, School of the Year, Sports School of the Year twice on the bounce because we had something ridiculous like 95% of kids were doing uh, more than five hours of PE a week. We had every kid in the school represent the school at competitions. We had everything and this was sort of pre- 2012, when all the money was still flooding in before the Tories, you know, ruined it all. Uh, oh, God. Not that I'm influencing oh, you to vote. But it's right. We had London 2012. Um, right. I, no, I, no, I'll say So we had London 2012, where we, it was the most successful Olympics we've had, like, Great Britain had had for ages. And then literally, within months, the government cut all funding to school sports partnership. And honestly, the... There's still loads of people who volunteer and who help and try and do their absolute best, but it's so affected the amount of sport and exercise kids do in school. Not just that, obviously the pressures with SATs and all that sort of stuff. PE is nowhere near as prioritised as it was pre-2012. And it'll come back to bite us in the backside because it happened the same in Australia. I remember writing a, um, an article for The Guardian. It was one of the first things I ever wrote before the social media stuff took off. And um, I remember writing about how it's going to reflect because I think Sydney did the Olympics in 2000, 2000 was it? Yeah. And they did the same. They had this amazing Olympics and they cut all the funding. And then by 2012, they had the worst. Australia had a shocking Olympics in 2012, I'm sure it was. Anyway, so I was sort of making comparisons to that and 
so I was well in, and, and we won the indoor athletics pretty much every year. And um, it, I just forgot how much, but obviously now I've gone part time. I wasn't, you know, it was like, because some of the staff at my school, like, I love my staff a bit, but some, they used to think that when I was going out to do these competitions. You were dusting. I was dusting, yeah, I was being a big dusser. Big dusser. Big dusser. And don't get me wrong, I love it. And I think the fact that I love it made it come across like I was. That's you know, exactly yeah. yeah. I I I, I will say doing the school sport, doing that indoor athletics the other day, I was absolutely knackered by the end of it because even though you're not teaching, oh, you're you on ha- guard. It's crowd yeah, control. Yeah. It's yeah. you know. So I wouldn't. It, it is enjoyable, but I wouldn't necessarily say it's easy. So anyway, Lee's broke his foot again. Yeah, I know. Sorry, yeah, general. yeah. Oh yeah, he said actually. Yeah, yeah. So uh, my brother-in-law, who's a TA, who now does all the sport, and it's funny because once you take a step away from doing all the PE and all the sport, uh, you don't, you're not as invested and you're not as passionate and you're not as, mm. uh, you know, when I was in, I wanted to win everything. I was so competitive, whereas, and my head teacher used to laugh at me, and then I'm sort of like that now, where I sort of like, yeah, I remember those days of wanting to win. Yeah, yeah. And so he's been doing indoor athletics for the past couple of years, and so he's not, he's not we've not done very well. Um, but this year he was like, right, I've, I've trained them, I've picked the team, I've really put a lot of time and effort into this. We're going, and then the night before the head teacher text going, you're going to need to go with Lee tomorrow afternoon and do the athletics. So I was like, are you sure? I've already planned everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've not planned a thing. Yeah. I was like, sure. Uh, so anyway. Um, oh, gosh darn it. <laughs> yeah. So then I was giving it the big in to, to everyone. I was like, right, I'm back. I'm back. You watch it. We're going to come back with this trophy. I'm going to come back with this trophy. And, uh, and yeah, so we went. And it was funny because I was winding Lee up all day. Because I was just like, well, I just hope you realise if we do win this, it's all going to come down to the fact that I'm here. And he's like going, no, no, it's because I'm doing all the work. And then as, as literally as we arrived, the woman who's running it, um, who used to do it all back in the day, she comes up and the first thing she said was, um, have they brought you along because you've not won it for the past few years? And Lee was <laughs> fuming. He was fuming. Anyway, if you've not done the indoor athletics, if you ever get a chance, if you're at a school and the, that competition comes along, just do it because I think... I think it's the most inclusive and the best sort of primary school event you can do as yeah, a school it's, it's because yeah. whatever shape, size, whether they're big, small, there's an event for them to do and it's a real sort of team effort and oh, it's brilliant and it's so exciting. It's so good. And uh, we're up against our ladies, Ooh. right, the kids' school, who have won it for the past couple of years. And, um, and so it was really close. It was so close between us. And Lee thought we'd, because the last race, which was the uh, four by one lap relay, they pipped us right at the end. They absolutely pipped us. And um, so Lee, and, and when they wo- when they won that race, they thought they'd won it. Yeah, so yeah. they were all celebrating. They're all going like, it's all Yeah. And so we all line up then to get your certificates. And they're going, right, in, in sixth place is blah, blah, in fifth place. Blah. And it gets down to us on the final two. And Lee's like, I don't think we've done it. And I was like, I've got a sneaky feeling we've done it here. And it's like, right, in second place with 200 points, it's Ole the Rosary. And you wanted to see Lee, like it was as if he'd not broken his leg. It was, it was just like, Ray! and I was just like, yes, get in there. Uh, and then and then, so we won. And then our ladies were absolutely gutted. You wanted to see him because they'd celebrated so much. 
was like, you know, the Mourinho, sort of like shushing. Yeah, quite, quite <laughs> yeah. down. And the WhatsApp group afterwards, the amount of gifts he sent me where it was like, this is me after winning it. And it's all going quiet. Kids crying. <laughs> to be fair, I, I mean, I absolutely... Oh, I it was absolutely brilliant. I had such a good time. Love doing the school sport. Love every minute of it. I enter every single thing I possibly can. I mean, I go to, I go to stuff two, three times a week, during school, after school, as much as I can. It's funny, when you were going on about that, the story was building for so long. I thought you were basically going to say that your kids were nowhere, but because you went, you got some nice team pictures on your iPad. <laughs> I thought that's where it was going. I was thinking, I'm going to enjoy this. But, uh, you know, but you won. So no, that that was it. When we were announced as the winners, that was the gift. <laughs> Wait, watch what? <laughs> oh, it's cool. So, and then we got managed to get back to school in time for the celebration Nothing assembly. Fair, yeah. So we all walked in, and I was like, "Out to the kids, like, let's walk in like we came, we came last, like, be really subdued and really sad." And so they all come in like dead sheepish, and then deputy's like, "So, how do we get on, Mister P?" Uh, and I just sort of just winked, just gave the old wink, and I was like, "I'm back." I'm back so yeah that made my week last week I was absolutely buzzing. I just love how all the kids have put so much effort in yet you're taking all the credit <laughs> I bet, you, I bet you walked in with a trophy as well <laughs> Mr P can I have the trophy no I'm back before all the iPads this week it seems to be me yeah uh, so anyway what was the question oh top it. three topics yeah so um, PE yeah. Uh, I, I do like teaching a bit of spag I have to say I always have to revise before teaching not a fan. spag not a fan no but I like spag I like. I don't. I don't. I don't mind. Too dull. You can't be creative with it. It's. It's. No, but I like. The, I like the name Spag as well. Well, you can't call it. Does not. They don't call it Spag anymore. Spag. <laughs> they call it. <laughs> they call it Spag. I always call it that. No, it's because people used to call it Spag bollocks. Did they? That's yeah, they like Spag ball, Spag bollocks. Yeah. All right. Well, I just no, call it Spag. <laughs> we call it GPS now. Um, Camera punctuation and spelling. Tom Tom. Yeah. Like. Yeah. What was that? GPS, spelling, punctuation, uh, no, grammar, punctuation, spe- and spelling. Yeah, and when, what, what's the tom-tom? GPS, yeah. Yeah, but what does that mean? Oh, God. Uh, Geographical satellite. Something possibly, yeah. Eh? Yeah, something mm-hmm. like that. Um, so. Oh, yeah, so, uh, and then so they'll uh, probably go for... Uh, easy to... No, maths. I do like maths. Yeah, but, what, but it's not just maths, it's the topic within maths. Oh, right. Uh, I like doing the old, like, column, column multiplication. Long multiplication. Long multiplication. Yeah, yeah. And then and then worst. I mean, how long you got? <laughs> Geography, <laughs> RE, science, French. Oh, oh. oh no. No, no, no. <laughs> no. No. M- MFL. MFL. Oh, honestly. Uh, that's my worst. I, I can't I just I have to hold my hands up at times and I just like listen. There's a lot I can do and there's a lot I'm good at. But this is just Matter of fact, not one of them. Yeah, like it, it's crazy. Uh, it was uh, International Languages Day, and I was sat there in this class with uh, with Sue, obviously mm-hmm. famous Sue on the podcast, and she was teaching the kids. They, their their uh, uh, country was France, so she did this test about animals, and she was she was um, saying the French name of an animal, and then the kids had to guess the. Um, you you know the English version, <laughs> the, UK the UK version, <laughs> the English version. So I sat there and Sue knew. Sue yeah. looked at me and thought he does not have a bad, uh, <laughs> he does not have a labadier about this, right? And I sat there and number one, it was like 
Lacat. And I went there, <laughs> boom! Get out of my way, baby! Like this, right? And then there was one. She started going like, I mean, I, I'd have to look them up. Because she went, she did one. Here, let me let me find it for you. Right, so. While you're finding that, should I talk through my no. favourites? So, here, yeah, <laughs> she said, uh, she said, well, that can't be right. Oh, yeah, Le Cochon. Do you know what that is? Oh, God. honestly, that that's my worst. Le Cochon. <laughs> Do you know what that is? Hedgehog. No. This is what I mean. It's so hard, right? That is a pig, right? <laughs> so then later on, right, later on, she went, La Cochon d'Inde. And I went, what? She went, La Cochon d'Inde. And I was going, what? <laughs> and then she went, think about, think about, Oh, like a, a warthog. No, no. Uh, so she went. She went. Think about what a la cochon was, and she went. And it's la cochon themed, right? <laughs> so I was like, "It's what was la cochon?" I couldn't remember what a la cochon was. So I thought oh, maybe it was a horse. So I went, and I, t- I was helping this kid out. Seahorse, seahorse, right? It's a bloody guinea pig. And then. What it realised was Sue was pointing to I behind her because there's two guinea pigs in class and I'm there going, seahorse. And I was about to head for my dinner. You know, like, don't you see worry. Seahorse, see you later. Seahorse, boom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, oh, God. <laughs> I have to say, you know, uh, to be fair, RE, I don't mind RE when it's lower, lower years. Yeah. I had to teach RE in year two for the first time I ever... And it was okay because the book was really kind of, it was easy to read the book. Yeah. I can't remember what the story was now. I think it was about Dave, David. David and something. David about. <laughs> not your David. David and no, his donkey. Not, <laughs> do you know what's funny? I was about to say, it's about David and the donkey, but that's just my story. Even though it could easily be a Bible story, couldn't it? <laughs> right, my top three Tudors, history, best topic, best topic. Um, I didn't realise you meant specific things. That's what I kept saying, specific topics. Oh, right. Well, I, mean, I used to do, we used to do writing at my old primary school and it was Kim who wrote the, the kind of, what do you call plus, it? Plus, plus plans, plans, yeah. And it was about Up, the movie oh, Up, yeah, the yeah. Pixar movie Up. And it was about kind of, um, kind of like love letters and stuff. It was, it was amazing. amazing yeah. Topic. Blackfish. Blackfish, yeah. That Blackfish project we did first before someone ripped it off and then takes all the credit. <laughs> Throwing shade, throwing shade, throwing nonsense. Honestly, people who just nick ideas and then give no credit—that winds me. That's a. I'm surprised you didn't bring it back to the stories. I keep keep laughing at how much you're doing it. Like probably vote story that guy. So what you've been up to? Like, yeah, I went cinema the other day. Ah, I used to love the cinema for the stories. (laughs) What? What stories done to the cinema? (laughs) Um, What else? What else? What other subjects do I like? Like, I do. I used to love maths at school, but I'm not. I'm not so keen on teaching it now. Like, I'd rather teach English than, than maths. I'm doing a unit at, at the minute uh, around a book called... Uh, oh, crap, what's it called? I've got, got it here. Then. Arthur and the Golden Rope, and I'm looking at ways in which the tech can enhance the book. And it's a great book, and the kids are loving it. So, obviously, I've got to talk computing and, and sort of... Oh, yeah. Green screen, all that sort of stuff. Oh, yeah. Of. Worst three, the worst three, is French by a mile. Ah, we. We honestly, I, I, just not, not for me at all. I, I love, I'd love to speak a different language. Remember that lad who, what's he called? Dave Diaz. Oh, and he, and he was ripped to shreds, and he yeah. could speak Spanish. And Shredded he, wheat. 
Oh, and he speak, spoke Spanish and he just oh, made everyone weak yeah. at the knees, didn't he? It was a disgrace. And he just used to whisper it as well. Yeah, he's just like, you know, said to wear <laughs> Which is, I can be your hero. <laughs> this is the only bit of Spanish I know. Um, so, yeah, so, uh, right, division in maths. Everyone always says, well, once you know your times tables, division's easy. Mm. Division ain't easy. Are you talking bus stop? <laughs> yeah, like long division. Uh, it's so hard. That's I'm a thing for you as well. I'm also do, I was doing compound shapes, area of compound shapes oh, yeah, the other day. And that just, but, uh, no, the other one in maths, that um, pro- uh, ratio and proportion. Oh, I don't mind that, you know. I actually, I taught, never I actually get taught Kim it. that. Do you mean like three dot dot two? Yeah. I love it, mate. Well, do you know, you know what I was saying when it was about bus stop then? You know the saying, the book stops here? Yeah. I always thought it was the bus stops here. <laughs> Genuinely. And I just made, made me think of it then, because it's spelt B-U-C-K, isn't it? The book stops here. Busk. Is it? I thought it was the book stops here. The book, as in B-U-C-K. No, the book as in the A the Right. The book You're confusing stops us now. No, no. Check it out. The book stops here. Yeah, and that means like, you know, whatever's going on stops here, doesn't it? Oh no, it's the B-U-C-K. <laughs> yeah, the responsibility for something cannot or should not be passed to someone else. Yeah. The book stops here. Yeah. 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 So what do I go for? Long oh I've got Modern foreign languages, long division. Yeah, or ratio and proportion. And then um just certain aspects of spag I just absolutely detest. Active or passive voice. Who gives one? Who cares? That doesn't make you a better writer knowing the difference. It's being able to use it for effect, which is not what the spag test covers. So, boom, they're my three. Right, next feature. Okay, so the random thing you only find in primary schools. Um, Now, these aren't random, um, but the way in which they are written in primary schools make them random. And we're talking newsletters, right? All right, okay. Every school sends a newsletter, mm-hmm. even though you'll probably send individual letters about everything mentioned on the newsletter. Yeah. So this could also be a pointless thing in primary school. But you might have seen that a dad posted, it made me laugh this, a dad posted, quite local to us, by the way, where's he from? Altrincham. Um, and he posted this sort of mick take newsletter yeah. about his kid's school. And it really, especially... The kids' school, not my school, but you know the kids are. It's, it, this is what it's like. So, do other schools send out weekly newsletters like this? I've had to hire a PA for my daughter. Dear parents, a reminder that on Monday the children are asked to wear coloured contact lenses to raise awareness of the critically endangered Guatemalan colourblind <laughs> tree gecko. Please bring a one-pound donation. <laughs> Tuesday is the start of Medieval Ruins Awareness Month. Please bring in a one-to-eight scale model of your child's favourite 11th century Roman fortress. <laughs> Don't forget your one-pound donation to support our historical reenactment society. On Wednesday, Mr Bachelor, head of PSHCE, will be trying to eat as many cup of soups as he can in an hour to raise money to repair the roof of the sports hall, which was fire damaged during last year's hog roast for the hard of hearing. Please bring in a one-pound donation. <laughs> and this is, I mean, it's t- mick take, but this is what it's like. The children have been busy making Christmas pictures out of felt and glitter. These half-finished abominations can be printed onto a tea towel for £17 or mouse map for £13. They would make wonderful gifts for any relatives who thought it would be a good idea to buy your child a slime-making kit as a present last year. 
If we have any budding Paul Hollywoods or Prue's amongst the parents, it'd be great help if you could make a 50 to 100 gluten-free, nut-free, diabetic-friendly mince pies for the upcoming Christmas fair. If not, you can still help out by donating any unwanted tickets for for an all-inclusive family holiday for or a nearly new Ford Fiesta for the Tombola. We are aware of the stresses and strains of modern family life. That's why we've started mindfulness and meditation sessions for parents starting this Friday at 5.30am in the school hall. Due to an administrative oversight, you will share the hall with the Year 6 British Bulldog Taster Session. Please bring a helmet and shin pads as well as your £1 donation. (laughs) It's so true. Like, honestly, some of the stuff we get sent... I mean, the funniest thing um, I find as well is, like, with the kids' school... Uh, and I know for a fact they are like one of the most underfunded schools in Manchester, but they still send three copies of every lo- letter for the tr- for the triplets, and it's like just send me one and just save <laughs> the money. That. But most of the letters are asking for money because you know uh, they need it as much as possible. But it's like just don't send letters, just give it me through. But yeah, those newsletters because obviously other other people do hand out the newsletters, but school ones are so yeah, random, school aren't ones they? Are classic, aren't yeah, they? yeah. So, um, proper clip art as well. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean, like proper, proper clip word art. art, word art, and clip art. Just absolutely, it has the name of the school going in that sort of semicircle yeah, at the top, semicircle, like with your little school motto. Yes, school yeah. motto, yeah. Oh, funny, right? On to uh, flashback. Right, so flashback, throwback, and I am currently 3-1 in the lead, uh, and if you remember last week, we were, was it the Halloween one last week, last time it was, wasn't it? Must it must have been, yeah. I'm just trying to find the, uh, the results, I know what the results, yeah. So it was classic kids, Halloween, a movie, a song, a snack, and a classic outfit, so I went with Hocus Pocus, Monster, What's that coming over the hill? Um, Halloween gingerbread and the bin bag vampire. You went the witches, Backstreet Boys, everybody, which again isn't a Halloween song, but uh, toffee apples and a bandage outfit as a mummy. And uh, yeah, you've you've won this one, sixty-one percent to and thirty-nine. I think each and every one of the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> uh, you are, <laughs> yeah, um, Yeah, yeah. It's just you know you constant digs. Not constant that isn't, dicks. That isn't, that isn't, that isn't a, a Halloween song. I think you'll find it is a Halloween song. Well, anyway, so... Um, Am I sexual? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've, got, um, I've, I've got a new car. Right, I've got a new car. And in the new car, you get DAB, digital radio. Oh, yeah. I'm, 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 up, I'm running with it. And about a week ago, it came up on Facebook that a... Christmas radio station, Heart Christmas Radio, yeah. has launched, right? And I'm not going to lie, I've had it on. Now, I read another article that said people who listen to Christmas music are happy. Yeah. And I've got to be honest with you, I was driving the other day and I whacked it on and Band-Aid came on. And honestly, I belted that out in the middle of November. Like there's no one watching. Honestly, I just, I, it brought a smile on my face. But then I've noticed that there's loads of other heart radio stations. So there's heart 70s, heart 80s, heart 90s, 
um, Heart Northwest. So I've been listening to Heart 90s, and oh, there's yeah. been some absolute bangers. So I, uh, I messaged Adam, I said, right, this week's flashback throwback is going to be three one-hit wonders from the 90s, yeah. right? Um, so we're making three choices each. These are songs by artists that were only known for those one so- for the one song, um, and they were big hits. has to be from 1990 to 99, because I'm sure we might do other one-hit sure wonders of the, different uh, decades. I'm sure the listeners are, are appreciating your explanation of one Well, you know... It has to be a, uh, an artist that has had... Uh, you know, one hit uh, <laughs> that can be seen as a wonder, actually. Uh, right, so, um, as the winner of last week, you can go first. Okay, so I'm going for this one. And this will be kind of like one of them quizzes. When you hear it, you'll know the tune, but will you know the artist? Yeah, if you're watching this with someone else, you get a and point. I'll, and if I'll, you anyone can... will be watching it. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> if you're listening to this I love that. with someone else. That's such a classic podcast joke. We've cracked that so many times. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, someone said that they were watching the podcast every day. And you, what, were they watching it, mate? Yeah. Um, right, so if, you, if you're listening to this alongside your partner, your kids, probably not your kids because they won't know the night is music, will they? But um, we're going to do it points. You can earn some points. Ooh. So as soon as you know... Shout out the answer. Is it song and, get... and song artist? Song and artist. Right, here okay, we go. here we go. Ooh. We'll skip on a little bit. Kind of get away with it, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you skip right to the answer. I don't know the artist. I have to say, I've got this on a current playlist that I've got banging out at the minute. Um... And the artist is Deep Blue Something. Is that what Deep Blue Something? Deep Blue Breakfast Something. Breakfast at Tiffany. I'm sure it was a guy. The main guy was Ginger, wasn't it? I just remember the video. Yeah, yeah. Main Ginger guy just like going, And I said, what, what about Breakfast at Tiffany? <laughs> right, I'm yeah. going, I'm going a little bit more, um, yeah, I'm going a little bit more cool, if I'm being honest, with my first choice here. Uh, again, can you get the name of the song alongside the artist? Here we go. <laughs> you get the song. Yeah. Uh, I think I've got the song. <laughs> Kids disco back in the day. This was an absolute stalwart. Huge, yeah. Well. <laughs> well. Now, if I remember as well, if I remember as well, there was two versions of this, and one of them was quite naughty. And the other one was clean. Oh, really? I'm sure it was when they get into the rapping. Ooh. Yeah. See, when it so. says stuff like that, you hear songs like, I'll make you wetter. You know, when back in the day, you'd just be like... They're having a water fight. He must be in rain. He <laughs> must be outside in rain. Yeah. Uh, right, um, go on, your second news, choice. So this one, I mean, you should get artist and song gear. Oh no, I'll skip that bit. <laughs> a little bit of Jessica. Is it Lou Baker or Vega? Lou Baker. Lou Baker. I remember Bega. when I went to Revs to Cuba recently and it played it twice in one night. Oh, it's, uh, it's such a huge tune still. Can you name all the women? Um, I like Jennifer. Aniston, Sander, <laughs> and Rita. And as I continue, you know, it's getting sweeter. Yeah? Uh, no. <laughs> in, a word, in a word, no. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, that's a big tune. That. Yeah. Still, still, it's lasted the. Yeah, and he never had another hit, did he? Oh, did he? Right, here's my next one. And you get double points here if you can get the artist. This is just an absolute. Ooh, baby! <laughs> Have you got it yet? Have you got it yet? Should I skip it ahead a little bit? By the rights, how bizarre. <laughs> how bizarre, how bizarre. Have you got the artist? Do you know the artist? Ooh, baby. No. OMC. OMC. <laughs> OMC, yeah. Um, this one, this next one's an absolute gimme. But if you're talking about one of my favourite ever songs maybe um, and inspirational lyrics we should say <laughs> best lyric ever written mbop I think you top I do wop I do it up I do wop I do it up I do <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm calling a bit the essay. Can't you tell me? Oh, I'm yeah. sure Hanson had more than one hit. Can't you tell me? If you don't know. <laughs> they and had that, more than one hit. Not, honestly, they are on, not one hit. Go on their Spotify. Go on their Spotify, right? And this is how you know. Look at that. The top two songs are Oombop. Mm. Right. This is this is the ultimate one hit wonder. That is. No, this is. Oh right. This yeah. is. And it's just made it in because it was released in 1998, I think. The Molinator. <laughs> the Molinator. <laughs> Chesney Hawks. <laughs> he's, oh, he's, <laughs> Mr. Reality Show. <laughs> he, he rode the coattails of that song. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though. And rightfully so, because what an absolute tune. I mean, it could have been in our Power Ballads oh my uh, God. week, but that one, the, the one and only... We'll be hearing it on the 13th on yeah, Bongo's Ballad. You just Ballads. need some mash because that is some bangers, isn't it? <laughs> a few bangers there. So just to recap then, Adam's gone for Breakfast at Tiffany's, Mambo Number no. 5 and Mbop. I've gone for Boom Boom Boom, Everybody Say Wayo. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping you'd join in. Wow. I mean, you're literally just like, I've gone for a Boom 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 and let me hear you say Wayo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how Bizarre and um, I Am The One And Only by Chesney Hawks. Right, so to finish off the lesson, at uh, lesson, <laughs> to finish off the episode, <laughs> we're going to have to listen. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're going to have a little treat from You Know Who. Yeah, he's back. Mank Kid is back. And um, honestly, I'm starting to think he must listen to this podcast and understand that he's becoming this sort of icon of the episode because honestly some of the stuff so this this actually happened outside of school so on friday we went to um the cubs uh fire so the lads go to the to been to beavers they now go to cubs and they had like a firework display at the the cub house or whatever they call it scout house what they call it uh, Scout Hut. Scout Hut, that's the one. Yes. And uh, Mank Kid, Kid goes as well. So they get everything set up, bonfires going, loads of kids, loads of fun, just full of kids from school. Yeah. Which is, you know, um, 
it depends if you if you like the kids from your school. <laughs> it's either an advantage or a disadvantage when you live so close to school. Anyway, so um, I didn't know Man Kid was there for ages. It was only when I went to get a burger. Right, so they're doing hot dogs. They've got a couple of kids, older kids on the hot dogs, I think, and they've got a couple of the the sort of younger kids on the burgers. So I go over and I'm like, am I all right getting a burger? And then he's doing the burgers, he's flipping the burgers, right? <laughs> and I thought, this is risky, right? Like, what are they doing? But it's all so they can earn a badge, all yeah, that sort yeah. of stuff, right? So I'm waiting there for for a while to get me burg- my burger. And uh, anyway, they serve me a burger and I'm like, I could see it that it wasn't cooked, <laughs> right? Yeah. I could see from it on the grill Yeah, it wasn't cooked, but they stuck Moo, it in the bun. It? <laughs> yeah, it was me. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so I got there and I was like, I'm not being funny because there was like a young, he was doing it and then there was an older kid who was like serving, taking the money. So I said to the older kid who used to go Davey, I'm like, that's not cooked. And he passes it to Mank Kid and Mank Kid's like, oh, nah. <laughs> right, so he started off pretty mellow and then he puts it back on and he could just see that he didn't want to be there he didn't want to be doing it he wanted to be messing about with his mates yeah, but he's yeah. obviously got to earn his badge or whatever and then the scout leader really keen being he's sort of trying to keep an eye on him so he's like flipping him flipping him and then um, he, gives, he tries to give me another one now it looks a little bit more cooked so I'm like right okay so take it take a bite just raw pink in yeah, the middle, yeah. just absolute raw pink. So I go back again, and I'm like, "But you're like this burger's like my eyes." <laughs> I'm like, "It's not cooked. It's not." And he's like, "It's doing me nothing." This. He's getting more and more riled up because I wasn't the only one, and he's getting so riled up. And eventually, uh, I get this burger, and yeah, it, it was eventually cooked. I had to take it back. I think three times in the end. But then I, I was stood quite near the, the, the serving hut and it got to a point where he just lost it. He <laughs> just was like, he was like, he went, this is bare hard work. I'm not even getting paid. It's doing my nutting. And then just strolled off and all you saw was, all you saw was the scout leader running after him going, you won't get your back. <laughs> you won't get your badge. <laughs> He's oh sort of like God. doing the walk, like the verb walk. Yeah. <laughs> Better so just bashing into it's everyone. It's just that burger <laughs> sweet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know where he's bashing in, like yeah, shouldering everyone. People, he's yeah. like walking through the crowd like that with his scout leader sort of chasing after him. Like, man, kid, you need your badge. And he's like, this is bare work, this. This is bare work. It makes me laugh when you think about scouts and badges and stuff. I just think of Hey Dougie now. <sighs> you know, have you seen Hey Dougie? You know, no. like the kids, because obviously, Ali used to love it. You've not seen it, that, that big dog, and he's got all these squirrels, and he gives them badges. No, and he says, no. like, well done, you've earned your cooking badge. It says that at the end. I just think of Manky, like, oh, you didn't earn your flipping burger badge. Oh, it was so funny how angry he was getting with it. Oh, I loved it. Uh, but, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, so... Oh, he does bring Ended me so much joy. The bird instead of burgers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like the women not in. Oh, funny. Right, so um, yeah, another. Well, that's a long one. That one. Um, we hope you've stayed with us till the end, guys. We hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, again, massive thank you for listening. Um, please, please do as always subscribe, rate, and review. Get a couple of minutes spare. Go over to Apple Podcasts. Give us a review because it does help. But please head over to the website. And make sure you get your tickets for the live shows. 
We're hoping that in two weeks we can come back and maybe say that one of the shows is sold out. Who knows? Um, it's not. I think the first show after is like end of February, so there's loads of time. But we'd love you to get involved, get your tickets, give us as much support as possible, because then hopefully we can take the show uh, to more venues, more places around the UK. Because the one thing we have had is so many messages from people saying, "When are you going to come to this place? Yeah. When are you come to that place?" And um, like I say, we just need as many as many people to come to these shows to show that it's got legs and we can keep doing it because we want to do it we absolutely love doing the live shows and um so yeah secret santa gift put it on your santa's list your gift list <laughs> santa's list yeah put it on your if list. You've been a, if you've been a nice if you're on the nice list uh, you know you're gonna sound so seedy then <laughs> if you've been on the naughty list you get your tickets girl all <laughs> uh, right and um and yeah um anything else adam nah just uh yeah, I hope you've uh, lasted an hour and 46. I mean, it's longer than most Will Ferrell comedies. I know, um, yeah. But, yeah, no, nice one. Have a great couple of weeks. We'll be back just before the London show. Um, so, yeah, take care. See you soon. Bye.